Devin Rose here, Lionheart Catholic. Good to see you. How do you solve a problem like Pope Francis? Sorry, I've got sound of music in my head, so I just couldn't resist. Uh, there's a sort of an interesting development that's happened with Pope Francis in the past just really week that has brought together, I think, nine years of his pontificate. And that's this. He's finally come out and said, traditional Catholics are the problem. Traditional Catholics, those who go to the Latin Mass, um, they are the problem in the church. So you think about all the problems in the world, the great evils going on, the problems in the church. And it, it's now clear that um, Francis thinks that, that we are the problem. I say we because I go to the traditional Latin Mass. Um, I'm gonna, I've got some feelings about that. I know traditionalists aren't supposed to have feelings, but I've got some feelings I'll share with you. But we're allegedly gagging the church's modernizing reforms that um, traditional Catholics have never accepted the Second Vatican Council. And then they kind of disingenuously say here, the meetings of the 60s that led to the mass being celebrated in the vernacular and, you know, and so on. And he even calls out specifically the number of restorers in the United States for there are many. Really fascinating. So hold that, you know, pin that in your mind. Now, right around the same time, the Pope is taking away the authority of the local bishop of establishing um, basically religious communities in their dioceses. They instead have to get the approval of you know, some committee in, in Rome, no doubt made up of uh, his handpicked people. Um, <laughs> and as Verratti Chaley says, given this dicastery is currently run by two progressive thugs. Uh, and there's lots of traditional religious communities that are trying to be established in dioceses, right? They're a lot of times having to flee from wherever they are and um, get established in a place that has a, a good bishop who actually honors tradition. So this, along with Traditionis Custodes, right, that's trying to clamp down the Latin mass, we're seeing kind of the dragnet tighten around traditional Catholics. And why is he doing that? Well, it's obvious now, because he thinks traditional Catholics are the number one problem. You know, it's not inflation, it's not diabolical attacks, it's not um, you know, the perverse agenda going on everywhere. It's not communism or Marxism. It's not even Russia and Putin man bad. It's the traditional Catholics, <laughs> the ones, the ones who actually have been seeking to uphold the teachings of the church. It's a little bit like, you know, it's almost like in the prodigal son, right? The prodigal son uh, story, the older brother, right? The older brother who stayed faithful kind of gets chastised. And you could read that in a wrong way and say, the older brother is the problem. <laughs> it's like, well, no, he's not. And we don't know what happened, you know, what the older brother said after he was, you know, chastised by the father. Um, and even, and even in that, the, the father says, you know, you're always with me and all that I have is yours, right? It's, it's love. But here it's like, you know, that brother who stayed faithful, that son who stayed faithful, 
He is instead the bad, the bad guy. I, it's almost uh, unbelievable if it weren't true, if he wasn't saying it directly. It was, it's almost unbelievable. So uh, following on that, good article here in uh, Gaudium at Spez 22 uh, blog. And he gets to what he calls the, the moral theology project of Pope Francis. And this whole article is worth reading. But as he points out here, Amoris Letitiae is a keystone of the pontificate, just as Guardians of Tradition was a repudiation of Samorum Pontificum from Pope Benedict, right, that opened up the Latin Mass to be offered. So too is Amoris Letitiae a repudiation of large parts of Veritatis Splendor, which of course was from JP2. And he goes on talking about how, you know, Pope Francis has dismantled uh, the many different um, you know, people and organizations that, that JP2 had set up and put in his own um, leftist guys. And he goes on and says that Pope Francis in doctrine and ecclesial discipline hasn't, he's actually, he's devoted to the saints. He hasn't given the Catholic left all the different things they want from women, priests, so-called, and um, all of this. You know, instead, it's, he's been establishing the seeds of a revolution in the foundations of moral theology. Um, so I encourage you to read this, um, this whole post. Uh, and I can't remember the name of the guy who writes this. It doesn't, maybe it says it at the very end, so I can give him uh, the proper credit here. He's got a lot of good comments. Yeah, there it is. Larry Chap. Now, nine years of Pope Francis's pontificate are becoming more clear. You might remember, I certainly do, way back near the beginning when he released Evangelium, uh, Evangelium Gaudium, okay? This apostolic exhortation, there was this very curious line in it. And I had to find a blog post from Father Ray Blake from nine years ago. The other is the self-absorbed Promethean neo-Pelagianism of those who ultimately trust in their own powers and feel superior because they observe certain rules from the past. And this was this was one of the first jabs at traditional Catholics that we saw. And you know what's funny? I didn't even go to the Latin Mass then. And even back then, I was kind of like, why are we jabbing at the traditional Latin mass Catholics? Um, I might not consider myself one at that time. I do now. But, man, they're, they're trying to be faithful. Is this, is this the problem, you know, that we're really saying is the, is the big issue? Uh, you know, suppose soundness of doctrine leads to a narcissistic and authoritarian elitism, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, and so, you know, nine years, I guess, he feels like it's enough where he can come out in the open and say, yeah, I'm drawing the target on you guys. I'm going after you now. Um, and, you know, what, I don't know, what can, the Catholic Church is not a democracy. Um, the Pope is able to do what he wants. And, um, you know, if the Pope wants to, you know, beat you with a stick, well, beats you with a stick of course i'm speaking metaphorically and we you know we have more to suffer 
uh, we will have more to suffer. You know, I became a Catholic under Pope John Paul II, converted from atheism by way of evangelical Protestantism, then lived during Pope Benedict's pontificate, which some say is still going on. Push that onto the stack, leave that aside for another day. Um, and, you know, I, like many, was very excited about Pope Francis, didn't know anything about him. And it's been, it's been a shock, right? It has been a shock to go from being able to really revere uh, multiple popes in spite of their own faults and flaws who you truly saw were, um, they, they encouraged you, they inspired you. They were bastions of um, orthodoxy, I would say, especially Pope Benedict, right? Extremely careful theologians, extremely careful, realizing the bounds placed on them by the tradition of the church over 2000 years. And, um, you know, with Pope Francis and who, whoever comes after him, you know, may, may our Lord help us. Um, it's, it's 180 degrees, uh, you know, turnabout. Um, so fair enough, um, fair enough. I understand why so many, you know, Catholics are having crises. Not only is the world in crisis, and we're all dealing with that, but we're not dealing with it from a strong foundation in the health of, of the um, visible church right here on earth. It's instead one where we are just as likely to um, be criticized and insulted by our um, you know, priest, bishop, and even the Pope, rather than supported and encouraged and challenged and led, right? And, you know, different people have different ideas. I don't reject Vatican II, nor, of course, does anything in Vatican II say that the Mass needs to be celebrated uh, at populum and in the vernacular, uh, you know, of course, all that came after. It, did, it wasn't even in Vatican II. So it's, it's a joke. Um, it's a caricature than to say, oh, you reject Vatican II. And some traditional Catholics do, right? They, they, they think Vatican II should be called a failed council and all this. Um, I've read the documents of Vatican II. Uh, I think there's a lot of good stuff in a lot of them. Some others I just leave, you know, um, uh, which is fine uh, as well. But the idea that traditional Catholics are kind of the sole people in the way of the reforms of Vatican II, it's like, y'all have had, it's been open season. You've had free reign over the past 60 years to put in the spirit of Vatican II. Like, no, y'all have won. Like, it's been the heyday. To, so to say that, like, the reforms haven't happened yet because of this group of intransigent traditional Catholics in the U.S., I mean, that's a joke. Um, it is a joke. So what do we do? Uh, I pray for the Pope every day. There you go. You got my prayers. Pray for, pray for your enemies. I didn't, would never think that the Pope would declare himself to be my enemy. Um, I certainly don't want to be his enemy. Um, uh, quite the opposite. You imagine having St. Peter as your enemy? Like, 
what a terrible thing, um, you know, that would be. So we pray for the Pope and pray for, I pray for humility too, to be, um, to know how to be discerning, prudent, obedient, faithful, um, no matter what. And at the end of the day, all of our human efforts will not avail to, to get a better Pope in there, right? No, the deck's stacked against us now, right? The current set of cardinals. Instead, all we can rely on is God. God will not let his church be broken, fall into error, will not let the gates of hell prevail against it. Um, so uh, the church will never fall away, will exist until Christ returns. So I'm not worried. Uh, this is the time that God's made us to be alive. And, um, you know, so stay strong in the faith, keep, keep following the saints and the tradition of the church, go to mass, confession, pray the rosary, do mental prayer, read about mental prayer and start doing it. Uh, love your neighbor, love God, build your community at both the natural and supernatural level. That's what we're going to need. Okay. Devin Rose, Lionheart Catholic.